0: This summer, from TSDJA Productions and JJ2E Media, comes the full-length horror audio drama, The Camping Trip. This anthology tells three tales that span the decades and unveil vengeful mysteries long forgotten, but ultimately connect to a present-day story. This fully produced audio experience takes you along as three young scouts and their troop leaders spend the last night of their weekend getaway around the fire. And what's a night in the woods without campfire stories? When you go to tsdjaproductions.bandcamp.com and buy the camping trip, you'll receive over two hours of content Including the very first bonus episode of the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz podcast, you won't want to miss a moment of the camping trip. Written, edited, directed, and performed by at Fitzman73 and at the Scooby Doom. Available now.
1: The Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. I am Doom.
2: And I'm Fitz. (laughs) Not doing that again.
1: (laughs) I gotta ask, how weird is it for you not knowing, you know, who's gonna do the intro this time?
2: It's Not too weird. Not too weird. Um,
1: You're starting to expect it now, aren't you? Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, I expect it now. (laughs) I expect it. (laughs)
1: So, what's cracking?
2: Uh, not much. I went to possibly the saddest convention I've ever been to yesterday. Oh, did you? Uh Uh-huh. I think I, yeah. Contamination. It's like a sci-fi horror convention in town. It's the one where four years ago this weekend, actually, is when I got to meet uh, Peter Mayhew. Yeah, it was at Contamination when it was closer to my parents' house. By, by the airport, yeah.
1: do they move that around?
2: Yeah, I yeah they. Huh. It's been in a different place every year, which wow. I can understand why, and I I think it keeps going down uh, hill in the locations. Yeah, like the first year, the first year we went was um, was actually like their third year, I think, and it was at wow, yeah, it was at the Stouffer Hotel, the big black hotel was by that the, the first airport.
1: Convention you ever went to?
2: Uh no, I had, it's the first one that I went to where they had celebrities. Oh uh, okay. I I had been to like like a traditional comic book convention, like in the night in the early '90s, late '80s. Yeah, where it's just tables full of long Comics. boxes. Yeah. Yep. I've been to I had been to those before, but this was the first where you're actually going to meet people. And but then the the year after that they they had it, it was like way far South County. Yeah, I think that year they had Ace Fraley was there. What? Yeah, Ace Fraley and uh, Kane Hodder and a couple of other people, I think. And then last huh. year, last year they took a year off, and I was like, uh oh.
0: <laughs> and then,
2: but then this year they're like, oh, we're back, we're back, and uh, I was like, sweet, because they usually get like and it's not a bad thing. I'm not saying this to knock anybody, but this is one of those conventions where they usually get like the lower. The yeah. lower tier celebs, right?
1: Yeah, you're not going to see, like, Robert Englund or something there.
2: Well, you could. It's possible you could see him there. But I meant, I meant, like, let's see, who was it that I... Like, the year I went with where Peter Mayhew was there, uh, yeah. they had Eddie Munster. They, oh. Eddie Munster was there. And So,
1: like, stars from yesteryear type of shit. Yeah,
2: Eddie Munster was there, and, like, gotcha. the the kid who played jason as a kid who jumps out of the water at the end of the first friday the 13th yeah he was there and the guy let's see no the uh the chick that played um fuck what's her name the the charlton heston's girlfriend in uh planet of the apes
1: oh shit what's oh fuck what's her name i can't
2: i can't remember what her character's name was but she was there they had seika and ron jeremy were there so it was like what Yeah, so it's, like, really, like, oddball, like, oddball people, and...
1: And, like, this year, one of the fucking weird oddball people they had was fucking Hacksaw Jim. Oh,
2: yeah, we saw him. Yeah, we saw him. Oh, did you? Oh, it was was not that cool, though.
1: (laughs) Well, see, the thing that gets me is, like, I mean, I can understand, I mean, you've talked about it on your other podcast, just jumped to the end, like, all these wrestlers at comic conventions... That I can understand because, like, Wizard World, that's not a comic convention. That's a pop culture convention. Right. San Diego, although it says, you know, San Diego Comic-Con, it's not a comic-con anymore. It's a pop culture convention.
2: Right. It's an entertainment expo, really.
1: Yeah. But something like fucking this, where it's they say it's a horror convention... What the fuck is hacksaw Jim Duggan for? And that's not me shitting on Hacksaw. I like Hacksaw. I know.
2: It is it is weird. And and, and the same goes for Seika and Ron Jeremy. Like Seika was yeah. at this one. Seika was back at this one this year. Again. Wow. I was like, what the fuck? Like why are porn stars here? I don't I don't get it. But I mean there were plenty of perverts checking her out. Even oh, though she's yeah. like in her sixties. Doesn't matter. And I mean looks like it. Looks like somebody's grandmother. <laughs>
1: It doesn't matter though. Those freaks who are, I seen you I seen when I was you. young.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, she has big so, pictures yeah. of. She has big pictures of herself behind the, behind her table. I guess so that you would yeah. know who it was. They were like her <laughs> in like a mesh top with her nipples hanging out. It was like whoa. <laughs> I mean, like from from the eighties, not from, not from like last week.
1: <laughs> if that's what her pictures were like, I'd hate to just fucking hear what Ron Jeremy's were like. Yeah.
2: But those are the kind of people they get at this place, which is cool because it's kind of like the, I mean, I kind of like the low-rent kind of aspect of it because you you get people that would never probably get to go to a Wizard World or or a bigger con. Like, so you would never get to get their autograph or to meet them or to shake their hand or anything. Totally. Like, for example, the people that I went to see, which were the five members of the original Battlestar Galactica cast. um, Mm Mm-hmm richard hatch dirk benedict herbert jefferson jr jack stouffer and and lockhart yeah and uh
1: i thought you were gonna say the other guy
2: the other guy there's the yeah. there's the chick there's the black guy there's the the white guy there's the, the other one white with the guy thing on his face yeah the white guy the other and white guy And then
1: there's oh god the other guy yeah <laughs> no i know
2: them all what are you talking about i know <laughs> No, but they were, like, people that, like, maybe you would get a Richard Hatch. I think he goes to San Diego sometimes. Um, Yeah. So you you might get him or a Dirk Benedict, but, like, the other guys. Well,
1: put it this way. I've actually heard of him.
2: Who, Dirk Benedict? Hatch. Oh, Richard Hatch. Richard Hatch. Yeah, I've actually heard of him. You've probably heard of Dirk Benedict, too. You probably just don't know it. Oh. Like, if you saw his face, like, did you watch the A-Team? Uh, no. No? Well, then maybe you haven't. (laughs) (laughs) He was face on the A-Team.
1: Oh, I mean I've heard of it.
2: Yeah, he was he I've was like the suave seen... James Bondy type guy on the A team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so James Bondy anymore. <laughs> and I mean, I don't mean to like talk shit or like um Yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to like well, speak out of school, but I'm pretty sure he had been uh, partaking of something cuz he yeah. was he was fucking wily. Oof. He was a character.
1: The thing you've gotta understand about this dude is like when was the A team on? Mm, Eighties. Yeah. Okay. That those were fucking hard living times if you were in entertainment, like fucking
2: Oh, I know. I know.
1: So I mean I don't think it's I don't think it's shitty to be like and it shows.
2: No, I mean I mean he was he was lit at the con. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You're saying he's not so James Bond anymore.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. If no, he that part. The 80s, yeah, that part. I mean, that part, I don't feel bad about saying, but because I don't know whether he was drunk or not, but he sure seemed like he had been, like he was, yeah. he was well beyond tipsy, I believe.
1: It could have been, or it could have been, you know, remnants or, of the
2: '80s. Yeah, or maybe he was just because he got into um, talking about how he wanted to. He he was hoping that they'd make a, a new star, a new uh, Battlestar, so that he could play Starbuck again as an old crotchety dude never got married never grew up still smoking cigars and just be the creepy weirdo you know and uh and then he got then. then he segued into uh, uh like this rant on how they don't they don't write chauvinist characters anymore the feminists made sure to get rid of the chauvinist characters and yeah uh, and all, which is not untrue but uh not completely untrue but just the way he was going on about it, it was like dude you know and he fucking dropped f-bombs dude i was like what <laughs>
0: <laughs> holy
2: shit really <laughs> i mean i've never <laughs> seen that before like at a convention where you're just talking to somebody and they're all like uh because he was talking about uh uh you know when i was a kid i wanted to be john wayne or you know somebody like that and and you know what do what do kids want to be today do you even know do you even know what kids want to be today
1: you should have told them yeah kardashian
2: yeah I, I almost said YouTube thing, but he filled in the blanks for me. And this is what he came up with. He goes, he goes, they they would be like Tarantino. Or... And I'm like, Tarantino? <laughs> the fuck <laughs> decade do you think this is, man? <laughs> I think you missed a few years. <laughs> Tarantino's almost uh, as old as you are. <laughs> <laughs> Tarantino's in his fucking 50s.
1: Apparently he was watching fucking Hateful Eight in the hotel room.
2: I guess. I don't know. That was a, just a weird pull. And, uh, and then he got on to like, you know, I talk to these people at conventions and they get scared if you raise your voice, everybody's so scared and, and they need their personal fucking space and they need their safe zones. And (laughs) I was like, Oh my God, dude, you are fucking a (laughs) riot.
1: You know, I don't need to be drinking, but if you get me fucking fired up, I'll start. No, but I'll I mean, start just, on those just, same sort of rants.
2: Just his gesticulations and his and his eyes and stuff just looked like he had. you know, he was a little bit looser than he probably wanted to be. <laughs> but maybe yeah, not. Maybe like that's that. maybe that's just really his personality and I mean, he seemed he seemed like he was maybe a little uh medicated. Yeah. But he was real nice. <laughs> they were all real nice, super cool. Like and none of them were like none of them seemed like it bothered them that they were in a fucking hotel that smelled like an ashtray and <laughs> and, and and offered weekly rates so it was at the strat it was at the Stratford Inn and we pulled up we pull up and it's got a big sign on the front that says weekly rates uh 192 a week or some shit like that and we're like oh my god this is a fucking flea bag motel this isn't even like a nice hotel anymore <laughs> yeah and when they checked us in like all we had to do was show the email showing we paid and she went yeah. down to clipboard and checked our name off the list and the list of names was like 3 pages long we were like uh oh oh I was like uh oh this is not good <laughs> this is not good somebody
1: boost in the local economy if you know what i'm
2: saying no shit and then uh the doors didn't open till 4 so we uh we got there early because I was like, "Well, we should check in, and then we can go to the the hotel bar and have a drink, and you know, just wait till four o'clock, and we'll go in." So we walk out to go to the bar. Bar doesn't open till five.
1: <laughs> Good God!
2: So <laughs> we had to we had to go out and sit in my car and run the air conditioner for forty five minutes.
1: See, that's why you should have took your recorder.
2: I know. I God, I wish we would have. Now I didn't know we were going to have so much gold when we came out of that place. <laughs> but. uh but, yeah, so we went in at 4 o'clock. Well, while we were walking out to the car, we walked right past uh, Dirk Benedict and uh, the guy that played Boomer and somebody else. The other guy? Yeah. No, no, not from Battlestar, but one of the, some of the other guests. They were all getting out of the same yeah, big pickup truck limo. Whoa. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> just walked right in the front door. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's there's, strange. There's no...
1: Talent fucking entrance? No,
2: there's no back entrance, apparently. So then we came in at four, and uh, there's, like, nobody working really directing anybody anywhere or anything, so we just went around the corner to where we thought the room was. We saw people going in. We opened the door. It looked like they were still setting the place up. Like, there was nobody in there other than the people at their tables, like the the few the handful of vendors they had it looked like they were still like setting up their merch and stuff and like i was like i looked around and i'm like is, are they fucking actually open it's like 10 after 4 they were supposed to open at 4 <laughs> is, is this even open so i'm like fuck it we're walking hey, around. hey you
1: guys open
2: yeah i was like fuck it we're walking around there was a whole bunch of like empty tables in the middle of the room where like there was like an indie author or an indie book fair and the, some of the authors yeah. weren't there yet so there was a bunch of empty tables and it was like what the fuck is going on in here it was like a quote-unquote ballroom that had, like, <laughs> like a wood dance floor, you know?
1: There and, was some balling going on in that room.
2: Yeah, they had a, like, big disco ball hanging from the ceiling, and there was a bunch of panels missing from the drop ceiling. I was nice. Like, I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck is this? This is embarrassing. Oh. This is really sad. Yeah. Um, so, but we ended up, I mean, no waiting. <laughs> no waiting for the Battlestar <laughs> guys. No waiting for anybody. No? Like, we were one of yeah. maybe... We were two of maybe... I mean, twenty people, twenty twenty uh, attendees, maybe at that time, maybe. 20. Wow. I I don't even think it would have been twenty, probably more like a dozen. So yeah, it was really weird. It was really kind of uncomfortable. But the guy, the people were nice and they talk talk your ear off, um, joking around, and they didn't seem to give a shit that you know they were in this fucking dump.
1: And it's not like, you know, that people didn't know that it was going on because I saw a, um, I saw a few tweets from Hacksaw and I don't follow him. Yeah. But I saw a few tweets from him pop up in my timeline and he was selling some kind of posters or some shit, some yeah. special posters. No, he
2: had um, he had like like eight inch long pieces of two by four that he was signing. <laughs> no shit. I'm not even kidding. We almost got one for one of my friends. Um, See, because he was a hacksaw guy.
1: People probably think that sounds lame, but that sounds fucking oh, It was fucking, awesome, it was fucking
2: awesome. I couldn't believe it. I was like, he's signing two by fours. Holy shit. It's <laughs> he brought, fucking he brilliant. Actually, he actually brought two by fours to sign.
1: Yeah, that's fucking brilliant. What would have been even funnier, though, is if there was a line of people with, with two by fours. That brought their to own two by fours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, he looks he looks rough, man. It's, it's kind of sad. Yeah i mean he looks broken down
1: well again that's that fucking 80s lifestyle
2: oh yeah for sure
1: even though i think he was like fucking he wasn't you know super into the drugs and booze and no shit. i just
2: mean i just yeah i mean he's just looks well, worn saying, down. like still, he looks like he looks like worn down like terry funk you know what i'm saying like yeah he looks well, like he's been just broken and beaten and yeah which i mean what do you expect
1: Exactly that's where I was headed, <laughs>
2: yeah, so that was the only downside was that it was a little bit almost depressing, like, oh man, it sucks that these guys have to do this, this can't be fun, this can't I mean it seemed like they were having a fun, but at the same yeah. time, I'm like, if this was me, I'd fucking just kill myself, probably, <laughs> but then I guess then, I guess if you get somebody like me or one of the other people that came up and were talking to them, then I guess it makes it you know I guess that makes it worthwhile, yeah, yeah, that hotel was fucking rough, dude, and the people running it seemed pretty uh uh how you doing today exactly they, yes. se- they seem yes. like some some Jeffco people <laughs> for sure um, oh yes and uh they i don't know that i don't know that the people in charge were all that swift but <laughs> maybe not maybe i maybe i just got a bad read on it maybe they maybe they just picked the wrong uh, venue because I think la- the the year before last, the last one they had that was in South County was at a, actually a pretty nice hotel. I mean, a- as nice as the one by the airport. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know, how, I, don't, I don't know how they got stuck at this one.
1: South County's a decent area.
2: Oh yeah, no, it's nice down there. I just meant I just meant they weren't in like yeah, a yeah. dive. You know, they were yeah, in like a, I'm saying. I think they were in like a Drury Inn or a, you know, something. Well, so I don't know how they the got. The weird
1: thing about it be you said it was out in Fenton, right? Yeah. The weird thing about that is how open Fenton is. I mean, yeah, it's got its little, you know, towny type areas, but mm-hmm. for the most part, Fenton's real fucking open and shit, so. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and it's, it's right by, I mean, it's right off the highway. It's right off 44. Yeah. It's not even, you don't even have to go, I mean, it's, you get on the service road, and it's right there.
1: Yeah, that's weird.
2: Yeah. So yeah, the lo- the choice of location. I mean this hotel's been around forever. Molly had some kind of a dance recital or dance something, some event when she was a kid that we went to that out there for and Diddy Bow, yeah. Yeah, and it was closed for a long time and like the bushes overgrown and trees overgrown and shit and then I guess they yep. opened it again and I thought it was closed again. And I don't know if it I don't know if it maybe had water too. I would have thought it would had Possibly had water when all Fenton and stuff flooded last year or this year.
1: Probably, yeah.
2: 'Cause it was it's right at like bowls and stuff and that's where that's where forty four was underwater. Yeah. It's it's a bad sign when in your lobby there's a big sign that says do not touch the smoke alarms. It is a felony.
1: Oh. That
2: <laughs> I've never in my life seen a sign that said that and the front desk person looked like she was sitting behind a desk at a uh a convenience store like where she could pull glass down in front of her yeah i was like what in the fuck is this place
1: i'm uh okay then okay <laughs> i'm not i'm not as you know depressed anymore that i missed it
2: but it was it was cool <laughs> yeah i mean it but was but i mean the the people that i went there for were cool and it was worth going for but the convention yeah. itself was like holy shit is this all there is like we got uh-huh. we got in at 4 we were done at 5 like Damn. done like done done like we had done done seen everything
1: <laughs> yeah i was going to ask you you said you told me how much it was for the weekend and i was going to say the weekend oh did you guys go back
2: <laughs> no <laughs> I almost wish I yeah. had. I almost wish I had now. I would have liked to talk to those guys again. But
1: Go back and be like, hey, remember me?
2: Yeah, I'm always so awkward when it comes to that anyway. Um, yeah. As you could probably imagine. I'm always super excited to see and them, and then I get it. It's my turn, and it's like, hi. Uh-huh. Can, can you sign this? I'm the this? same
1: exact way. You get so pumped for something, and then you yeah. finally get to do it, and you're like, I'll, I'll stand back. Right. I, I don't got to go up.
2: We did see, um, there was a guy that was selling these cool, uh, like, hand-sculpted mugs. Yeah. Um, and they were, like, the handles were, like, real... Intricate? Well, no, they were, like, they were carved to look like, uh, octopus tentacles. Oh, cool! Yeah, so they were really cool looking, they were handmade out of some kind of stoneware clay and, um... That he had shot glasses too, so we bought a couple shot glasses. These mugs looked really cool, but they were like forty bucks. I was like, oh, hmm. not that cool. I don't know if I can do that, but I'll buy an eight dollar <laughs> shot glass. But yeah, that was that was that
1: an experience.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not as bummed that I missed it anymore. <laughs> yeah, there really
2: wasn't you. It would not have been uh, the ideal first convention for you
0: <laughs> yeah he
2: would have looked at this and said is this what they're all like because this is fucking bullshit but you can kind of tell <laughs> you can kind of tell when the when the Friday ticket is like 15 bucks <laughs> that's that's really low so you could you could kind of gauge by that and you could tell what what you're in for <laughs> but that being said uh, I wish them all the luck in the world and I hope they have another one next year where they bring back more cool people for me to go see after I just talked mad shit on them
1: yeah, I was gonna say, even if you not, know, I'm like like and...
2: like as if I could run a convention better.
1: Yeah. That would be fucking weird to even try.
2: My head would fucking explode.
1: Yeah. I ain't no way I could co- coordinate something that fucking big.
2: No. You almost have to be a mental patient to think that you could do it.
1: It's kinda like running for president.
2: Yep. <laughs> Moving on.
1: <laughs> Let's fucking Do our favorite segment real quick. Doom's Joke Corner. Okay, you ready? Ready. You notice I always ask if you're ready, because I want you to brace yourself.
2: Yeah, and it doesn't matter whether I'm ready or not. It's coming one way or the other.
1: Oh, yeah. No, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. David returned home one night to find his wife laying naked in bed. His eyes went wide and he began to strip, only to stop suddenly when he saw a cigar in the ashtray beside the bed. All right, David demanded. I'll kill you unless you tell me where that cigar came from. A muffled voice under the bed said, (laughs) Havana! Wow! That's a great reaction.
2: Uh, okay.
1: Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think there's a convention that's hiring comedians uh, to, to put on a show. <laughs> oh, <fuck you>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but hey, you gotta give me credit. Even when they're that lame, I fucking still have the balls to do them.
2: <laughs> yeah, you definitely get credit for that.
1: <laughs> Woo! So, hey, Scooby Apocalypse Issue 2's out.
2: <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. Yep, the Velma Upskirt Edition.
1: Yeah, I got the better cover. Yeah, you got the better thankfully.
2: cover. <laughs> thankfully. They had plenty of both. I just, I picked this one because, I don't know.
1: On both covers, what's the best thing on the cover?
2: Uh, Scooby. No. No?
1: Especially not on your cover. I hate the way he looks there.
2: Um, the logo?
1: Wha- the title? You're getting warmer. No the new dc logo Oh
2: yeah 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 I was actually going to mention uh, that I was looking at it just now and I was like you know that's not that bad
1: That's so much better than that fucking ugly stupid peel
2: Yeah I got used to it but it, it that's not my favorite
1: No I never got used to it
2: It definitely looks better on a cover than it does Yeah just in a tweet you know when they yeah. when they said here's the new logo and you're like what the fuck there's nothing to it
1: Even in the tw- even in the tweet I liked it better Yeah because there's two things that piss me off about the Smallville Season 11 comic. One of them is that that peel logo's on the front, and the other one is that I'm not going to let this fucking go. They took the trunks off of Superman in that book, too. <laughs> Even though fucking on the show, in the series finale, he had the trunks.
2: Well, yeah, he wore them out once, and people laughed at him, and he was like, oh, I guess I should wear my underwear on the inside.
1: Oh, that's not nice. No,
2: I like them on the outside, better, It
1: looks too. it looks so much better. We've been over this a few I times, know. but I don't care. The fucking trunks need to be on there, goddammit.
2: it. And you're right, those boots are blue. They're Yeah, blue, I know. They're blue, but they have like a red cuff on the top of the of the top of them. So there's like a red yeah. zigzag line. Oh, I don't like that. I would rather I don't like I'd rather I would rather just be all blue. If they're, know, if, if they're gonna if they're gonna do blue, just make them blue. Don't put that red line on there.
1: They put those red lines on his on the top of his wrist that are in the shape of the shield. Oh yeah, that I didn't mind, and mm. around the collar on the neck, I didn't mind that either. Because I've always maintained that that costume needed more red, not less. But I don't know what the hell they're doing over there. But anywho, let's talk about something that at least in my case wasn't as infuriating. In that, or as that.
2: Yeah, I would say this is a. I don't think it's a step forward from issue number one, but it's not a step backwards either. It's more like a lateral. I
1: would say it's a half step forward.
2: Half step. Okay, I could I could be on board with that
1: because this time I didn't hate Velma.
2: Yeah, it was like two steps forward, one step back. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hate Velma. I hate fucking hate Daphne. Jesus, what a fucking uh, that's bitch.
1: What I was gonna say. Good God, she. They couldn't make her more unlikable if they fucking tried.
2: Dude, she'd have to, like, kill puppies and shit. They need to fucking dial... They need to dial back her toot a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, they mentioned her being, you know, a richy-rich girl. That would play more yeah. if they made her snobby. But just this flat-out fucking cunty, I'm-gonna-punch-everybody-who-says-something-I-don't-like shit. No, that ain't flying with me. Well, yeah. Because she fucking cold-cocked Fred for making a joke. And then what? She fucking punched Velma here for God knows what reason.
2: She was just mad about the whole situation. Just decided to smack the shit out of her, I guess.
1: Uh huh. Well, I mean, Daphne's crying because she just killed somebody, but I don't see the fucking reason to go punching somebody else.
2: Her pathos in that whole sequence was like, I I couldn't follow it. She was all over the place. Uh -uh. I I think she might be like bipolar or something, or schizophrenic or something. I don't know.
1: Because, I mean, the writing in that part was fucking bipolar. Not just, like, her characterization. I mean, like, that whole section was so fucking disjointed feeling.
2: Yeah, I thought so, too.
1: I mean, the plot of this issue, let's just give them that, is after issue one where the virus was was, uh, unleashed, they're finally starting to get out of the safe zone and explore the complex a little bit. That's basically all that happens in this issue. Right. which that kind of bugged me after how much they fucking threw at you in the first issue Oh
2: yeah, it bugged me too. I was like is this I mean, it's all it's all exposition and I felt like a lot of time was spent just re-explaining the whole nanite thing from the first issue. Yes. Like why did you let them go? Oh, it's because you're going to take over the world and oh, it wasn't supposed to be that way and it was bla- and it's like you fucking did all this in the first issue. Why are you rehashing all of this already?
1: Exactly. And I mean like I said, nothing major really happened. No, so other, it's like, other
2: than other than you get to see what the plague or whatever this is. Yeah, they, but I mean, they sh-
1: fucking showed you that at the end of issue one. They don't have to be so slow and re-show it to you, and basically, as you said, re-repeat everything.
2: Yeah, I mean, they literally just did for shits and giggles, verbatim the same conversations they had in the first one. I think maybe the word balloons were moved around to different characters, but. That's what I was just going to say. It it sure seemed like it was the same exact words.
1: Yeah, certain people had, you know, said the different shit, but still, it's the same fucking thing. And, like, the monsters, they seemed really fucking weird, too, right?
2: Yeah, they seemed a little... I don't know what.
1: They seemed like the little fucking mouth that comes out of, you know, the alien... Mm -hmm. ...mixed with an asshole or a fucking Sarlacc or something.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's weird It was
1: fucking strange... And it's just like a big fucking pink mountain of shit.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the other one's like a big green skeleton goblin thing, but he's got like a mouth in his middle in his torso. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's not doing anything I, for me.
1: It, it's like they took all the cool looking monsters from the end of issue one, and was like, okay, they've seen those. Let's do something different.
2: Right. Let's do something shitty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> something I can say all. You know, with the exception of, like, the distance shots where, you know, the gang's a little bit far off or you're looking at them from a different angle, I think the art was more consistent this time.
2: Yeah, I, I think probably so. Um, it's not to say that it's better, but it is uh, more consistent.
1: I-, I didn't have much problem with it, as much problem with it before as you did, but...
2: No, I mean, I mean, it's okay, like, I don't know, just some of the designs I just still am not used to, like the Fred... The Fred design, I just don't like. Like the first splash page with the title, with the issue name and everything. He looks like fucking a really gay Dolph Lundgren. (laughs) Does he not? I mean, he does, right?
1: (laughs) Now that I think about it, yeah, he does. But see, on that page, look how fucking good Scooby looks. Right. And then on the page after that, the last panel of that, they fucking nail, once again, they nail Shaggy and Scooby. And, you know, drawing... Well, I'm still not happy with the shaggy design, but I guess I can accept it for now.
2: I would be okay if they lost the uh, tattoo sleeve.
1: Yeah. And I would say, you know, make his hair shaggy again, because that still bugs me. You're talking about how Goofy Fred looks. On this cover that I've got, he's got a fucking weird Goku from Dragon Ball Z hairdo thing going on.
2: Oh, yeah. It's all spiky. It's fucking
1: strange. Yeah. I mean, he's got, like, four big spikes and a wavy little thing hanging down in his face. Inside, again, he's still got flock of seagulls going on. But, yeah, the art is... I, I feel it's more consistent this time than it was last time. And you might not dig it, but I like it a lot more. Other yeah, than, I, I liked in, it a
2: lot more than the first one. But it's, it's still... I'm getting used to it, I guess.
1: Like I said, that the wide shots is where it looks really weird. Like that one page where... Um, Oh, the
2: third third page, the top top where they're walking down the hallway and Velma's in the front and she looks like Peter Dinklage in a dress.
1: Yeah, that's a good example of it there.
2: Yeah, looks like Peter Dinklage in a wig and a dress.
1: Yeah, and it's real blurry and shit.
2: Right, yeah, there's no detail. There's not
1: much detail, yeah. And then there's that page after they visit the armory where they're kind of in the distance and nobody really has eyes oh yeah that's kind of fucking weird looking
2: well you know it's it seemed like a warning sign to me when on the first page it says plot and breakdowns are by one person and then dialogue is by somebody else like when you have to have like two writers writing this shit um yeah that's not real great like one like one guy couldn't handle this
1: (laughs) yeah appears not i guess
2: it's not exactly war and peace but I will give you this: that the, the dialogue is, is good for the most part, except for Daphne's. Or, you know, and, and where they're just repeating the same things they said last issue. Issue, yeah. Otherwise, the dialogue's fairly snappy, I think.
1: And like I said, Doma's better, and even though Fred still looks kind of stupid, he's better too. He doesn't seem as fucking stupid and.
2: And wimpy, and, yeah. You
1: because, know. like, that one s- scene where they're getting into the ventilation shaft mm-hmm that was pretty fucking cool that was a real fred moment there yeah shaggy's talking about he can't kill creatures he finds a spider and he takes it outside and fred's like just go damn it He yeah. yeah, start fine. shooting
2: yeah fine just go and he takes care of it yeah
1: that was kind of cool and that that whole ventilation shaft sequences story or you know like story wise and dialogue wise that's really cool like where Shaggy talks about him and Scooby crawling into the...
2: Oh, you had to take a nap. ...vents
1: for a snack and a nap.
2: Yeah, I thought I liked that, too. That was funny.
1: But, like, those those two panels where it's not dark, this is going to show, you know, my big problem with uh, digital art. If you look at those panels real closely, look through the grate, that looks so fucking flat. I mean, he layered the creature's in there.
2: Oh, yeah. But its
1: it looks like he drew it flat and then turned it.
2: Yeah, I see what you're saying.
1: It's not a good look. Um, something else we mentioned last time that really fucking bugged me, how misleading it is. Could this issue be more misleading?
2: Oh, how the title of it is Apocalypse Right Now and nothing fucking happens? No, 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 that's oh. not
1: what I'm talking about. But that's true, too. Where's Scrappy at?
2: yeah. That's what I was. That's what I was gonna say. Was it two or is it three? It was supposed to be issue two. That's what I thought, and I'm like, "There's no, uh, there's no mute dog in here."
1: But see, that's got me wondering. You know that final page where those creatures are all there, hovering over them. Yeah. You see them a couple times throughout the issue. I'm wondering if that one that says "kill them all." I'm wondering if that's Scrappy. But still, that's the last fucking page. The last panel what where the fuck is this powerful puppy you know
2: oh yeah like okay oh so yeah so those creatures on the very last page of this issue you think might be the dogs that got mutated even further got turned into monsters
1: yeah i'm wondering if the one that says kill them all because just with that he seems like the the leader i'm wondering if that's scrappy
2: hmm i hope not
1: look at velma on that last page too she has no face
2: Oh, my God, you're right. She has no nose and no mouth.
1: There's, like, an indication of a mouth, but oh, she yeah. basically like looks like the dot. fucking question. And th- that's one of those shots I was talking about. Even Scooby, which I've consistently said about this book, Scooby looks the best. Even he looks fucking stupid. Um, what was this thing I wanted to say? There was something else. Oh, the emojis. Did you notice them more in this issue?
2: I I noticed them less, actually. Are there emojis in this? I wasn't even paying attention oh, to Oh,
1: yes. That. They really stuck out to me this time. Because there's a couple, like that scene where he jumps on uh, that creature, where there's oh, yeah, just fucking him. dozens of bubbles popping out.
2: Oh, yeah, there's like and shit and...
1: Which they really like that fucking shit emoji. Yeah, they like that. That,
2: like that turd emotion.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, this time they seemed a little more intrusive to me.
2: Yeah, I didn't even notice them, to tell you the truth.
1: I guess I'm still fucking struggling with that one.
2: I mean, it just kind of blended into the background for me, I think.
1: It did last time, but this time it seemed to stick out more for me. I don't know why. Um, Go back to the end of the issue and look at the mystery machine.
2: Right, I was going to bring that up. Now, that looks a lot less like a garbage truck. Does it? Well, I mean, it looks different than that image they, they gave you in the preview, though. Yeah. This looks a lot more like a military truck. Whereas that other thing. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. You know
2: what I'm saying? The other thing looked like some kind of I don't know what.
1: A straight up dump truck, yeah. Yeah. This looks like a military dump truck. Right. And I think you know you mentioned it in the first issue. Do you see the little watchman button there? Yeah. We haven't yet talked about rebirth, but I wonder if this is some kind of if eventually this is gonna have some tie to all that stuff with oh shit, I don't know if you've read about that yet. Well, oh, probably with not. the Watchmen button in it, let's just put it that way. I wonder yeah. if that's going to have some tie into this eventually. If, like, this is going to be... Like, they're planning this as, like, a 20 or 30-issue series or something, and then they're going to wrap it up like that.
2: Oh. Hmm. That would be, that'd be ballsy to tie Scooby-Doo in with uh, Batman and...
1: And the whole, yeah, yeah, the whole...
2: And all the superheroes proper.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, that Watchmen button's really fucking starting to pop out to me. You know? Yeah. Because it seems weird to just throw it in there.
2: It is kind of weird. Yeah, I forgot that was in the first issue, too, wasn't it?
1: But see, there in the distance, the gang looks kind of shitty again. And it kind of looks like Shaggy's wearing glasses in there. <laughs> Which, that kind of stuck out to me, too. And this right here, on this page with the mystery machine, there's a little, there's a little cool kind of Easter egg that I wanted to mention. Oh, yeah, you said there was one it,
2: I was interested to see what it what it actually was because i didn't catch it
1: i i don't know if it's got to be intentional i mean because it's a weird fucking name to pick you know to use if it's not but that dr cribs or whatever his name is
2: oh yeah dr Krebs. yeah that, that name sounded familiar is there a reason
1: yes uh the show that they sort of took inspiration from when they first created scooby-doo the many loves of doby oh, yeah, gillis. gillis have you ever yeah. seen that Yep. Yes.
2: Yeah, Maynard G. Krebs.
1: Yeah, that was the fucking prototype for Shaggy, for Shaggy. played by, what, uh, Bob Denver?
2: Right. I almost said Bob Dylan. Yeah, Bob Denver.
1: <laughs> he was the prototype for Shaggy, and it was like, I saw that in an image, and I was like, holy shit, did they... That's gotta be intentional. There ain't no way that... They were like, yeah, let's just a... use Krebs, or Krebs, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah,
2: it's Krebs.
1: I saw that, and I was like, oh, that's cool. So, I mean... Either somebody did their research or somebody liked that show. Anybody listening to this, go watch that show, and you will see the fucking Scooby gang form before your eyes because Maynard is shaggy, Dobie is pretty much Fred, and a couple of the girls that come in and out are eerily like Daphne and Velma.
2: Yeah, I don't remember the girls very much, but uh, yeah, you're right on about the other two.
1: Really the only thing that it seemed like they... um, that they created originally for Scooby was the talking dog.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because I mean, it is. It's almost one for one on Maynard and Dobie.
2: I thought how the people turned into monsters was cool. I liked the um but I liked that the that one chick that Shaggy was eyeing up in the first Becky. issue. Yeah, Becky turned into a monster yeah. and she still has like sentience, like she still has her memories and stuff. So she goes after Shaggy. You- and it was like, taunting him about eyeballing her.
1: You know what she really reminds me of? Like a um deadite from Evil Dead.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: That's what I kept...
2: You're right. That's
1: ...seeing when she was, help me and shit, and they're going to help her, and they get close, and then she kind of just pounces. Yep. That seemed pretty fucking cool. Her,
2: the shape of her head and her eyes and stuff looks like one.
1: Yeah. Especially if, like, I don't think you've ever read any of the Evil Dead or Army of Darkness comics. No, I haven't. That looks like a design you could see in one of those books. And again, fucking Velma gets the shit knocked out of her. Oh, that's the first time she got the shit knocked out of her, isn't it? Because Becky fucking swats her ass into a wall and then Daphne cocks her. Which that is, that's really fucking unforgivable how Daphne's just swinging at everybody.
2: Yeah, what'd you, what'd you think when uh, Scooby jumped in on that Becky monster and... She like flips him upside down. It's about to eat his face off.
1: Yeah, I mean, it looks right there like she was about to bite his neck while she was holding him in the air, and then she starts biting his face. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And the, look at the look on Scooby's face when she's going, she's leaning in close to bite him. Mm-hmm. It's like a mixture of fear and anger. It's weird looking. Mm-hmm. And he's got one blue, his one blue eye hanging out, looking at her like, "Bitch, what the fuck are you doing?"
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then when when Daphne takes her out blows her head, up, yeah. head apart that was a little that was a lot more graphic than i thought it was going to get
1: i guess and right there you see the fucking emojis again
2: oh yeah you sure do i didn't see but, that before
1: i guess they're trying to fucking and look at the blood on the wall behind fred and daphne
2: i know that's what i'm saying it got it was a little more gruesome than i thought for a scoopy Doo book
1: i thought you were just talking about the shot
2: well yeah all of it
1: that is kind of fucking hardcore let's see oh, it's rated t I was going to say, they better hope fucking kids don't pick this shit up, because that'll scar them for life. See, I'm doing that thing that I did last time where I'm fucking trying to read it again. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and that's a horrible drawing of Daphne and that gun when she's when she's shooting them.
1: Her face and then the angle, too. Yeah, the
2: angle's all jacked up. Like, the proportions aren't right, I don't think. Like, the gun looks gigantic.
1: Yeah. And it looks like her fucking... The butt of the gun is under her elbow, and she's holding she's got her right she's elbow holding it all resting funny. on the butt of it and yeah, that's fuck- and look at her fucking wrist there too that's creepy
2: right I, that's not a very good drawing
1: no, but still, it doesn't feel like last time where it felt like he was rushed as much
2: yeah, I guess not.
1: It's far more consistent, and there's no you know panels where it just looks like oh shit, there's new people in here, I guess. Yeah, I mean, overall, I think this is... It's hard to say it's a better issue because it's just a fucking retread, but it doesn't have as much shit jammed into it, you know? Right, yeah. So it doesn't feel, you know, as overbloated as that first issue did.
2: I just really was kind of disappointed by the... Not the dialogue. I thought the dialogue was pretty good, except like the exposition part of the dialogue where it's like they ask a question or they say something and velma's always like well actually here's why that is and you know she's constantly like explaining shit
1: yeah and see we were talking about that in one of the epi- one of the other episodes i think it was like episode six where they don't fucking do the see last issue thing anymore they just fucking jam what you need to know into the dialogue awkwardly, even though it happened one issue ago, and you're only on the second issue. Right. It's fucking weird when you could just say, you know, have Daphne or Fred or somebody mention something and say, see last issue. To just jam it in, you're kind of hurting the story, because they could have trimmed some of that repeated dialogue and actually done something with the story. Mm Mm-hmm. Instead of just, you know, repeat it all and sort of walk around the complex you saw from the last day
2: Yeah, issue. and not really see much.
1: No. They spent more time in dark hallways in the ventilation shaft than they did actually showing the complex. Maybe if they would have showed the complex and, like... Gone through the same areas that they went through and showed you the difference more than they did, which because they did because but
2: right or some of the they
1: didn't do it enough yeah or
2: some of the information that Velma gives out this time some of the new information maybe like get that from you know well I mean I guess they kind of did a little bit got some of the information from computers and and stuff but like go to different areas and get um, yeah get the information and I not th- just have Velma just like recite it.
1: Well, see, they even kind of teased that, and then Vel- or Daphne was like, no, we're getting out of here. Right. And it's like, let's fucking learn about this world and what the fuck's going on. Let's not just rush through it, just because I guess you want to get to the mystery machine. What the fuck are they going to do when they get outside?
2: Right, and they're still not sure that like this affected the outside world. Yeah. And they're not even sure that this is the nanites, because why, why did it turn them all into monsters? That's not what they were programmed to do. So this could even so on top of it all this could be something completely different than what they were working on.
1: I'm thinking Velma's trying to say that she suspects that the other four scientists kind of lied to her and just wanted to do something fucked up and see what they could do. I think Velma even says it in the issue to Daphne for somebody who's a world-class journalist or was And that used to be, you know, all about investigating shit. She seems in an awful big rush to just be like, oh, screw investigating. Let's just get out. So, I mean, even though Daphne is a big asshole again, she kind of, her whole motivation switched. Because remember when Fred was saying he didn't see the point of going to the complex and talking to this mystery fucking woman about this, you know, leak she had? And Daphne's kind of talking about anything for the story we will do... We gotta do what we gotta do. Now she's just like, fuck the story, let's just go home. That's a little weird, too. I don't think they really know what they wanna do with Daphne.
2: No, I don't think so, either.
1: Because, I mean, Scooby, they've nailed down, he's just gonna be the same, he's just gonna shoot emojis. Shaggy, he's gonna be the same, he's just gonna look fucking weird. Fred, he's gonna be a mixture of pup and a bit of a fucking wimp. Velma, she's going to be the same. She's always been just even smarter, more aloof, um, sort of antisocial, but Daphne, who the fuck knows what we're going to do with her. Yeah. It, I th- I think they probably should have taken a little bit more time and worked on this a little harder.
2: Yeah. It's like the, the actual overall story arc of yeah, yeah.
1: the story arc in, and the character, especially motivations in, and stuff. Yeah. I was going to say, especially in Daphne's case, like, her character motivation, her, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Fuck. Her personality, I guess. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, like, what is because she exactly?
1: other than a rich girl who shot, who knows how to shoot.
2: Which I thought was a leap, to be like, oh, well, I've been shooting guns since I was a little kid. Okay. That's really convenient. I don't know.
1: I mean, it is convenient, but I didn't think it was too much of a leap, because, I mean... Look at who all the big game hunters and shit are in the world. It's not fucking Joe Schmo, it's you know the rich fuckers, yeah, look at like I guess Mary so. Poppins and shit. It's the rich folks who are going out on the fox hunts and shit, right,
2: yeah, I guess that's true,
1: so that makes sense to me, and I don't know why I just made a fucking Mary Poppins reference, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that makes sense to me. I mean, it was kind of convenient, and oh, I know how to do this, but. Mm-hmm. I I mean it it makes me wonder if like they're trying to set uh Daphne up as a good role model or something but she's just coming off like an asshole.
2: Right. Like yeah, don't make her like basically a Kardashian what she used to be. Yeah. Make her make her a strong uh female role model or whatever, but yeah, she's just coming off like a bitch.
1: They broke her away from that fucking danger prone Daphne shit in the two the first two live action movies and even in the um the two TV movies? hmm It was still there, but it, it wasn't what defined her. In the uh, two movies where Sarah Michelle Gellar played her, like, all of a sudden, she knows karate and shit. She, after the gang broke up, she was trying to learn karate and how to defend herself, so she wasn't always just getting kidnapped and whatnot. That made sense. I mean, it was a little hokey, but it made sense. Because at that point, the gang had been together for a while, and the pattern of behavior where danger-prone Daphne's always getting caught, it made sense that she would want to break that and try to change and defend herself because the gang's not there to save her anymore. Right. But here, it's just like, eh, hey, let's make her a bitch for whatever reason.
2: And this cover, man. This this cover that I got, the upskirt cover. Like, yeah. talk about fucking misleading covers. Jesus.
1: I would have to pull it up again because I don't remember it. Like, Hang on.
2: Uh, like, Velma's, like, flying in a backpack, like a jetpack fred's like swinging yeah. on a rope like tarzan with his like a big war face on daphne's got like these two like look like laser guns or something like laser pistols
1: well it's just like the fucking first issue where they've got all those fucking wacky guns and shit and it's like where's yeah. this shit yeah, this doesn't make in any in this sense. issue they've got fucking ak-47s you know yeah
2: that's why i'm like so uh, it's
1: like okay what the fuck that's why
2: i'm still not sure that jim lee's even read these books or was oh, or was God. or was involved in any of the meetings when when it was like, okay, I'll do the covers and he just did the covers and had no idea what they were doing.
1: Like I said, I know he's a comic book icon and shit. But I don't know what the fuck's up with him. Cause I'm looking at this cover now. I hate this cover that he did. Cause Scooby just looks like shit.
2: I mean it looks like a Gen thirteen cover. It does. Or a Wildcat's cover.
1: Like after you said that the last time, I went and you know, looked up Gen thirteen just to refamiliarize myself with the covers and shit and the look of it. Mm-hmm. It really does, and it's it's not a good look for this. No, other than Fred, because Fred looks normal. I mean,
2: it might it might be a good look if the rest of the book looked like that.
1: No, I I don't like it.
2: I mean, yeah, I don't necessarily like it for them either. But I, I would actually like this better than what Howard Porter's done. I think.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't. No, not at all. No. Because, like I said, his Scooby looks like shit, his shaggy, as I've said, Shaggy doesn't look this bad inside the book,
2: yeah, yeah, I guess that, I, mean, I guess and, that is true. Shaggy does look better. if you
1: look at if you look at Velma in the book and you look at her on the cover, she looks like she's twelve years old when Jim Lee draws her in the book, she just looks short. The only thing he does that I like better is Fred yeah, his Scooby is kind of fucked up, his shaggy's fucked up. Daphne's weird... Yeah,
2: I guess you're right. It is the Fred, I guess, that I'm really looking at. That's just... I guess that's mostly just because I really dislike the Fred on the inside of the book.
1: I totally agree with you. Even the cover I've got, which I don't know who did it, I guess I should know, variant covers by Carlos Deanda? Danda? I don't
2: know. Carlos Danda.
1: Even his version of Fred's better than Jim Lee's. And actually, I like his Shaggy better than Jim Lee's, too, even though Shaggy's got that fucking stupid mustache. That's actually a version of Shaggy that I'd much prefer to the one inside, you know? Yeah. On my cover? Yeah. Because he's kind of actually Shaggy looking. And he's got a v-neck, which he doesn't have a v-neck in the book.
2: Oh, yeah. He does have, like, a v-neck in the shows, right?
1: Yeah. This dude who did the variant cover, I really like his take on it.
2: I do like Shaggy's t-shirt that says 100% dad bod. I think I need one of those shirts. Where's that at? On, On my cover. Oh, okay. On the standard cover.
1: I see it now. I was looking at my cover again, trying to pick out something else to talk about <laughs> About it. I do. I like this cover that I've got, because Velma looks good, Shaggy looks better, Scooby looks great, Fred looks better, and Daphne's normal, but yeah. What the fuck is it that they're falling into or whatever on your cover?
2: I don't know. It looks like it's a big pile of monsters.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. It doesn't seem like fucking Jim Lee was involved with this at all. No.
2: Like he, like he didn't even read the the breakdowns. I don't think, or maybe he had just like the Mm-mm. the vaguest description of there's going to be monsters and they're going to be uh, battling them.
1: Even if somebody did read the breakdowns, they wouldn't know what the fuck's going on because read the fucking solicitations. They don't know what the fuck they're doing, right? Because so far the solicitations have been basically off base. Very much so. So it's got me thinking. Like, what's issue three going to be? Is that where or sh- Scrappy's going to come in?
2: Maybe. I don't think those monsters on the last page are them. I was looking at it again. They've got clothes on.
1: Yeah. I don't think so either, but it's like... I'm just fucking throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks because... I I think the
2: solicitation's just fucked up. That shouldn't be a surprise that they're wrong. They were basically soliciting a totally different book (laughs) in the first issue.
1: Probably my biggest problem with this whole thing... It's just... It's so fucking misleading. Issue one... I don't know what fucking book they were solicitating with that. I don't know what the fuck they were talking about with this issue either. Neither one of these fucking solicitations tells you what this book is. Nope. It's a totally fucking different series. I don't think that, you know, like they switched midstream. I just think they don't know what the fuck they want to do.
2: Either that or we just don't see where it's going. Like when, like this may be going somewhere in the next few issues that we don't even see coming.
1: It might, but.
2: But yeah, it sure feels like they don't know what they're doing. Or where they're going.
1: It It's like the, le- the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing. Because the marketing department is just fucking so disconnected from this that it's astounding. Again, like I said about issue one, Jim Lee was out there saying all the weird shit he was saying. Like, Scooby's not going to talk. And then you read the issue, Scooby's talking. And it's like, who's in charge of marketing this? Pay attention to what the fuck you're doing.
2: Yeah, it's almost like DC's got more plates spinning than they know what to do with.
1: Yeah, it almost seems like they were just saying shit to get attention.
2: Yeah, and I think yeah, I think we talked about that with the first issue. It was like, is this all just, were they just doing that just to create controversy? Just to get attention on the book, and then that's not really what it is at all?
1: At this point, I don't even think it's controversy. They're just trying to get attention. Like with uh, saying Scrappy or hinting that Scrappy's going to be in the issue. Because, I mean, there's people who love Scrappy, and then there's people who absolutely despise Scrappy. So, if you've got the people who hate Scrappy talking about it, that's free press. If you've got the fucking people who love Scrappy, you're like, finally, Scrappy's coming back. Free press either way, you know? And I mean, I understand, yeah, it's comics. You're trying to get as much attention as you can so your book sells. But it's not the normal kind of marketing you see with this type of shit. It's just, oh, let's say shit and hope people talk about it. And not even in the controversial way, like I said. It's just do what you can to get attention. Doesn't matter if it's true or not, just do it, if that makes any sense.
2: No. Oh, yeah, totally. And
1: doesn't sound too ranty and crazy.
2: So overall, would you give this issue like, uh, like a C?
1: Well, like I said, I'm not... Oh, right, you
2: don't do letter grades.
1: I don't do letter or number grades. Like I said, I would say it's a half step better than last time, even though it's just the almost pure retread. Yeah. The last one felt just so jam-packed with shit.
2: Right. And at the end of it I I wanted to know I wanted the next issue. I wanted to know what's going to happen. This this one this one didn't leave me that way. I'm kind of like, mm. I mean,
1: Well, I still have that feeling.
2: I mean, I but I do too. I, wa- I I do want to see where it goes. I want to see the next issue, but it was not like the first one where it was like, wow, this was way better than I thought. You felt
1: you almost felt like you needed to see what happened next. Yeah, I still have that feeling, but it's from the first issue. It's not from this issue. Oh, okay. And that's because the first issue, that big splash page with all those monsters on the first issue, really fucking had me like, okay, let's ha- let's get outside. I was like, fucking Daphne, like, let's get outside. This issue had me like, okay, let's investigate. And then Daphne's like, no, fuck that, let's get outside. Mm-hmm. I would I would be okay if they did more world building, but it doesn't seem like they want to do world building. They have Velma wanting to, you know do world building, but they're. it seems like they're afraid people will be like, oh, that's boring, fuck this. So they're just trying to rush the story forward from this point on because obviously there was no rushing in this issue. But, I mean, I don't remember if I, I think I might have gave a letter grade on last time because you forced me.
2: <laughs> oh, well, don't do it if you don't feel like comfortable doing it. I don't remember what I gave the first one either. I think I gave it a B.
1: I think you said a B and I said a B plus.
2: Yeah, that could be.
1: I would probably go the same, even though like I said, it's a half step better, but it's you know more of the same, so I can't be like, and this one's an A plus. I can't call it an A minus either, but yeah, I'll just say B plus again if that's what I said last time. If I didn't say B plus last time, we'll just go with what I said <laughs> last time.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'd probably give it like a C I, I, it, it wasn't like it wasn't awful, but it wasn't you know I was expecting more out of the second issue since the first one was yeah. so much, exceeded my expectations so much. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe that's it's why I was a little bit they didn't really of a bring off.
1: anything new to the table this time. Right,
2: yeah. Other than the mystery machine. Right, which you only get to see for two seconds, you know, like one pa- one panel.
1: Yeah, you get to see it for one panel, and then you get to see the tire of it in another panel. Right. <whistles> uh, Do you want to take another question real quick?
2: Sure, go ahead. We'll do that, and we'll wrap her up.
1: I figure we're done with this.
2: Yeah, I don't think there's. I mean, there's literally not that much happening in this issue.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, even though we talked about it for like an hour or
2: 45 minutes, 45
1: minutes, it's it's just like there's not much there to say.
2: <laughs> Here's a good one.
1: At Made for Mischief asks Has Talking to Doom more regularly increased the amount Fit says fuck? <laughs> uh,
2: I think she sev- severely underestimates the amount of times I say fuck. <laughs> so no it hasn't just,
1: I'll I'll say this it's almost like a nervous tick for me because yes I still get nervous doing this it's probably the main reason why I'm always stumbling over myself is because I'm just fucking it's stage fright even though it's just me and you right now I know people are eventually going to be listening so it's like how about I how about I how about I because like if this was you know like when I make the videos and shit I can do, even though I'm nervous with those, I can do that, you know, again and again and again until I get it right. This, it's one take, you're done. So yeah, I come out. Abra, abra, abra.
2: Yeah, I try to cut those parts out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know you do, and you do a good job with it, but still, (laughs) it's nervous as, I am nervous as shit, and it's, that's my go-to, that's like my nervous tick. It's like, how the fuck are you fucking doing, you fucking fucker? Do you like this fucking fuck book?
2: (laughs) Which is, which is, yeah, like, when I was in my twenties, I talked a lot more like that too. Having an office job has kind of um, broke me of that habit. But when I used to work, yeah. when I used to work like manual labor and warehouse type jobs and shit like that, yeah, they were flying or just hanging out drinking. I with can my friends. imagine. Yeah, I was in the band, <laughs> just being a just complete derelict. Yeah, they were flying.
1: We need to talk about that sometime. What's that? Being in the bands and shit, because that's something that's always fascinated me.
2: Okay, we'll put it on the list because I got several stories. Nothing that's.
1: I don't know if you've seen it or not, but I've said quite a few times on Twitter, one of my dreams as a kid, and as we we're learning, I've had many dreams, and it's not like they've fallen away. It's just like I've put some dreams to the side to try to pursue other ones. Mm-hmm. But one of my dreams as a kid was to be a fucking singer in a band. Yeah. I don't know why. It just seemed kind of fun. Okay, yeah, I can make voices and shit, but I don't know if I can sing. I was waiting for you to be like, "Well, belt out a few bars. <laughs> no, I was
2: going to tell you, go get a karaoke machine.
1: Eh, fuck that. <laughs> that doesn't, that's not going to tell me if I can sing. Mm. That just tells me I like to sing because I like, I've played, you know, rock band with the mic. And that's weird because like the choices you would make with that. And it might've just been cause my mic was fucked up. Like if you would sing it normally, it wouldn't register, or it would say, you know, you're failing or whatever. Yeah. They like, want you to be over the
2: top song? and retarded.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, you know that song, who was it, The Police, Don't Stand So Close to Me? Yeah. Like, you know how you would normally sing that. It's just like, don't stand, don't stand. So, well, when I, when I would sing that, I would have to sing it really fucking, almost like I was Jamaican or something, <laughs> for it to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So I would be singing that and it's like, please don't stand so close to me. (laughs) That sounds stupid. I know it does, but I would nail it every time if I did that.
2: It's almost the same principle as uh, playing the guitar in Rock Band. It's nothing like playing an actual guitar.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah. (laughs) Not
2: not at all.
1: (laughs) Have you ever played Rock Band?
2: I played it a couple times. I suck at it. I was terrible at it.
1: I'm good on easy or medium. Well,
2: first of all, they don't have left-handed rock band guitars. Yeah, they do. Well, not the ones that I was using. Not at the arcade.
1: Oh, well, okay. No, I mean like on a console. Oh,
2: no, I haven't played it on a console. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like it would be fun, but I was no good at it. And since I had to play it backwards, I to play the guitar backwards the wrong hand, it made it even more frustrating.
1: Sometime we need to... And you know what? Fuck it. Let's... Let's do another question since we're talking about video games. Okay. At Spider Scooby says, with Marvel getting back into the video game business with their upcoming Spider-Man game, are there any characters Doom would like to see get their own game? And then his second question is, and does Fitz even play video games? I'll answer the first one, and then let's get back to the video games for a second. Characters that I'd like to see get their own video game, I would love to see the Fantastic Four get a game oh, and no. have it be like um, X-Men Legends or uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I don't know if you ever played those games, Mm-mm. but it you build a team of four, so it would be fucking perfect. You build a team of four from the X-Men or basically every Marvel character ever in Ultimate Alliance.
2: Whoa.
1: And it's, I forget what they call it, but it's like a dungeon crawler game or something like that. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Yeah.
2: Like a side scroller?
1: No, 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 It's it's kind of like um...
2: oh, like um, like Gauntlet or something like that.
1: Yeah, it's sort of like that, sort of. I think. Yeah. And you've got four characters you choose between. You can you got all kinds of different powers and you can level them up and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like Gauntlet mixed with an RPG. I think it's really fucking fun. I love those games forever. Hmm. So I'd love to see the Fantastic Four get a game like that. And then I could
2: be wrong, but I what? think they had a game like that. I think they I think it was a Fantastic Four, uh or maybe not, maybe I'm thinking of something else.
1: They did a Fantastic Four game that was kinda sorta like that. Uh it was a, for it was an arcade. Rise of the Silver Surfer.
2: Oh, okay. No, I'm talking about an older. On the one consoles. Than
1: that. Oh like from no. the nineties. I don't I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know about that. But I mean they sorta did a game like that for Rise of the Silver Surfer, but the game sucked. <laughs> yeah. And I, I know you would say the movie sucked too, but I I was about to,
2: and then I held my tongue.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, don't hold your tongue. As you've told me a couple times, we're in the circle of trust here. Yeah. Except when you say that's what she says, and I'll tell you to go fucking eat a fucking... Yeah,
2: I trust that you'll tell me to go fuck myself.
1: Yeah. But it was sort of like that, but it really sucked. So I guess what I'm saying is a Fantastic Four game like X-Men Legends or Marvel Ultimate Alliance, that's good. And see, if you're kind of bored with... Johnny Sue, Ben, and Reed. You can bring in some of the other characters who've been members of the FF, like like She Hulk and Ghost Rider, or yeah, or even like bring Spider Man in just because he's been a friend and have you can pick between the four and Spider Man, whatever. Although Spider Man was never great in the Ultimate Alliance games because they're not like open world and you're going through hallways and shit, and it's kind of weird for Spider Man. Mm -hmm. So yeah, FF is who I pick. And do you even play video games?
2: Of course I do. <laughs> I play, uh, been playing a lot of Minecraft lately. Play, uh, yeah, um, shit like, uh, Pikmin and Skylanders, anything for like the Wii. We're, we're yeah. a Wii house because my kids are not quite old enough for a Xbox or a PlayStation. 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 Okay.
1: PlayStation.
2: <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I play video games.
1: What got me on to answering this question is, um, sometime I, I've got um those Star Wars Force Unleashed games. Okay, yeah. Some, sometime I think it'd be cool for us to meet up or get together somehow and play some of those games. Like let you see the Batman Arkham games because those are fucking amazing. Okay. Because I've got Arkham Asylum and Arkham City.
2: Yeah, I've never played any of those. Those are fucking
1: oh. <laughs> Or like even Rock Band and let you try your hand at Rock Band, you know, Lefty. Okay. So you can you know see if you're really good at it.
2: I'm uh, probably not, <laughs> but maybe. Well,
1: I mean, I fucking sucked at it the first few hundred times I played it, but it's fun. But yeah, I think that'd be fun sometime. I mean, we could fucking do that and then record after or something. Yeah, or record. I think burying, that'd be pretty
2: even. fun. We could just record the uh, the train wreck as it happens.
1: Yeah, we could do that. Or like, I've got a couple two-player games or something. It's normally just been me by myself, so why do I need to buy multiplayer games? Mm -hmm. But I got a few games with multiplayer in them that we could try out too. Okay. Like Resistance 3 or Uncharted uh, 3 has a um, multiplayer mode I've always wanted to try out. Or hey, I could even whip out my PlayStation 2 and we could play Star Wars Battlefront 2. Because that's fucking fun right there.
2: Yeah, I have play I have played that one, I think. You have? Yeah, either Battlefront or Battlefront Two. I can't I'm not sure which one.
1: I've played Battlefront on my laptop and I've got Battlefront two for uh my PlayStation two, which I think that might be the first big Star Wars thing I ever got was Battlefront two, and it really hooked me in. But that's a really fucking fun game. It sucks that the one on Playstation Four is only multiplayer. That balls mm, up. Yeah. But yeah, we should do that sometime in the future.
2: Okay. That'd be fun.
1: I guess we can wrap it up now. <laughs> um, as usual, gotta thank J Sarge and Sherry. Did we do that yet?
2: Uh, no, we did not do that yet.
1: Okay, see, that's the thing with recording a bunch of shit at once—you can't remember what you did.
2: <laughs> no, we have—I don't think we've we we thanked them in the previous recording. Okay, <laughs>
1: at the J Sarge and at Sherry says huge thanks to them for um, doing the. Our intro music and our logo,
2: which the saga of the business cards is almost over.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say the saga continues. they it?
2: were jacking me over for that, saying they couldn't process my payment, and the but the payment got taken out of my bank account, but they couldn't release the order. And um, finally, I just was fed up, and I went straight to PayPal and was asking them to help get these people's heads out of their asses. And uh, yeah. I don't know if it's a coincidence, but within like two days, then all of a sudden is like your order is processing.
1: <laughs> yeah, because you ordered them and you said something.
2: And then the next day it was, you your order like has shipped. <laughs> so they're in the yeah, mail. Yeah,
1: but you ordered them and then you said like, okay, they'll be here on like June 2nd or something. Yeah, I ordered them in I May. I was like, cool. Yeah, you ordered them like mid-May, didn't been, you? And they've
2: been stuck for almost a month.
1: Yeah, and you, but you said like, they'll be here June 2nd. And I was like, fucking sweet. I think it was June 3rd. I was like, oh, so did you get the business cards? And you was like, oh, fuck, I forgot about that. And I was like, you mean you didn't get them yet? And he was like, no, they're fucking me around. So, yeah, hopefully by the time... or Well, I'm almost certain by the time you guys hear this, that'll be fucking done and ready. Oh, yeah,
2: they'll be here this week. Good. Yeah, because they, they said it shipped, so it's shipped, like, Thursday or Friday, so they'll be here this week sometime. Oh,
1: yeah, so... um, So, yeah, we've got that coming. Again, if somebody out there would be interested in fucking um, helping us throw them around and helping us promote, reach out. We'll send you a couple. And then, as always, you can listen to us, rate, review, subscribe, all that good shit on iTunes, Stitcher, NerdBlitz.com, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, um, the High Alt Pod Network. You can subscribe and listen to the episodes and extra shit, which I'm trying to work on some extra shit for the YouTube channel, but at this point, I'm kind of really concentrating on the intros for the pod, which I actually started I sent you that one intro that I wrote for probably this episode here. I started writing the next part for, I guess, the episode after this. Mm-hmm. I started writing that too. And oh, it's cool. pretty fun. Good,
2: good. I can't wait to come. It's him.
1: more low-key than the other parts, but It continues the story.
2: Cool. Yeah, I think that's a cool little idea. A cool little... uh, um,
1: Serialized? Yeah,
2: like a cool little something different.
1: I want to do it sometime with original characters. Just, you know, for shits and giggles. Yeah. But I'm not sure what that would be at this point.
2: Uh, That's a little harder, isn't it?
1: That's why I'm just fucking sticking to the Batverse at this point. Yeah, I'm trying to get more shit on YouTube, but like I said, I'm kind of focusing on the intros and shit right now, so... That's distracting me from both of the YouTube channels, but you can always listen to all of the episodes on there. Or at least, it'll be a few weeks behind, but still, you can listen to the episodes there. We've got four up right now, and by the time you hear this, at least episode five will be up. So subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Nerd Blitz on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter, at NerdBlitzPod, at the Scooby Doom. Yours are...
2: At Fitzman73, and at JJ2End.
1: I don't know why, but I always feel like I have to spell that one out.
2: Oh, J-J and then the number two, E-N-D.
1: I don't know why, but I always do. I guess that comes from like when I was doing the bumps and shit for you. I wanted to make sure, you know, people knew what it was.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to confuse it, I guess.
1: And then the hub for all of my shit is at T-S-D-J-A production. I'm not spelling production. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Come back next time. Our sanity depends on it. This has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions. This has been a feature of TSDJA Productions and JJ2E Media.